For a great cup of troll, there's one thing you should know Your morning brew can also be playful Buff boy brewing guys make the temperature rise And you surely feel naughty when you swallow our coffee If you want some real heat Give your mouth a fine treat You will want some more, rest assured Buff boy brewing, you can't get It's time for The Scribble, your weekly fix of celebrity chats, bizarre stories in the news, and basic random chatter with best-selling author and syndicated radio host, Jeremy Bradley. Make sure your seat is in the upright and locked position and your barf bag is securely in place. Here's Jeremy Bradley. Hello everybody, Jeremy Bradley here. Thank you, Larson, by the way. Welcome to The Scribble. Thanks for tuning in at thescribbleshow.com and on SoundCloud and iTunes. Tweet us up at The Scribble Show. I'm just going to get all those plugs in there right off the top and then we can get down to business. We've got a great show for you today. We're talking some legal stuff. I've got an opinion about social media that I would love to hear your thoughts on. That's coming up in just a little bit. And Larry Backman, he's one of the judges on the new hit show Hot Bench. Uh, He's going to be talking with us about halfway through to uh, to see what it's like to uh, be on the bench. It's a hot bench, it really is, with these two very strong opinionated women that uh, Larry has to to deal with. So it's going to be great fun. It's a new Judge Judy show. We'll talk about it coming up in just a little bit so Gwen Stefani Blake Shelton is that an odd couple do you think what it's, it's, uh, what do you think is it gonna last long is it just a rebound you know of course uh, Shelton made headlines after his uh, split from Miranda Lambert both accused the others of cheating and it just got messy and uh, of course Stefani co-starring with Shelton on The Voice and so she made the appearance in Nashville at the, which she wasn't at the CMAs, they're saying, but they were spotted out holding hands and going to after parties and then flew out in the middle of the night to go back to, I believe, California. So what do you think of this relationship? Is it just a rebound? Are they just having fun? You know, what I find with relationships these days is there's very little morning time. It's like, it's a very quick rebound uh, platform that we're on, thanks to social media especially. But when it comes to celebrities, because they don't just hook up with common folk, everyday people where gossip would run rampant on social media. They go with other celebrities because there's that code of conduct where you just kind of keep things hush-hush, right? I would love to hear your thoughts on the new Shelton and Stefani romance. Uh, of course, just a report saying that they've recorded a country song, or they're in the process of doing that. We talk about that today, actually, on the Entertainment Wrap-Up Show, if you're listening to this on uh, Friday, November 6th. Recording country music together. Never thought I'd hear Gwen Stefani on a country song, but a source close to the couple said that it sounds really good. Now, nobody from a record label or any publicists have addressed that rumor or even commented on it, so we'll see how that goes. All right, so as I mentioned, I've got some thoughts about social media and legalities because there's something that really just caught my attention on Halloween. I'll tell you about that right after this. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom41.com and start earning money as soon as next week. 
You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom41.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 41.com. Go to freedom41.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom41.com. Scribble Dribble brought to you by SpeakFreeWithJB.com. Thank you. Check out syndicated newspaper columnist Jeremy Bradley's rants and raves in his weekly news and entertainment columns. Yay. That's at SpeakFreeWithJB.com. Since he's paid to not shut up, God knows why, once again, Jeremy Bradley. So last week we talked about Halloween, and I told you that as an adult, I'm not that into it. And as kids, most kids are into Halloween, but what adults get into is posting pictures of their kids on Halloween. So I had written my newspaper column, it's called To The Point, and I I mentioned about how I sort of Facebooked and tweeted a message on Halloween reminding parents to exploit their kids this year and post their pictures of their costumes to give perverts like Jared Fogel some wank material. So that got a laugh from people who do not have kids, which is kind of funny. But I got some of the best hate mail and Facebook messages from parents who justify putting all of their kids' pictures out there. Now, the typical argument was that, well, I post it to friends or family only, and it's locked down and nobody else sees it. But at the same time, if I like it or if I comment or if I share, I do have that ability. I'm now putting that out there to the 2,000 people I have on my Facebook page that mm, I'd say 90, 95% of them I have not met, don't know a thing about them. And now I've gone and shared your child with another it's an internet full of strangers, really, is what it is. And so uh, I, it's interesting to not hear from parents who agreed with me. I, I, they kept their mouths shut or let their fingers not do the typing. But it was interesting to hear from parents who justified posting all of the pictures of their kids. And then, not that I was expecting hundreds of people to write to me and say, yeah, you know what, you got a point there and I feel bad that I'm exploiting my kid. If your child is of an old enough age, explain to them, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this picture on the internet, explain what the internet is, and I'm going to show people who live across the country, around the world, or whatever it is, how cute you looked in your Halloween costume, something to that effect, right? But instead, kids are oblivious to this, right? If the kid is a five or six years old, they might not know what Facebook is. And when you look at the social media realm that we're in, and tell me if I'm wrong here, I would love to hear your thoughts. Again, you can tweet me, uh, sfcelebwatch is my Twitter, or you can email me live at jbonair.com, live at jbonair.com. But almost any kid, almost any kid whose parent is on Facebook, if if your kid was born in the last five, six, seven years... Chances are you posted that first baby picture on social media. If you did not, I want to hear from you. I absolutely want to hear from you. If you did not post your kid's first baby picture or whatever it is on social media, live at jbonair.com is my email address. So when you think about it, over the past few years, kids have grown up on social media, whether they've wanted to or not. You didn't ask little Bobby or little Joey or little Deb or whoever Hey, is it okay if I document your entire life on social media to strangers? So my my guess on this is that it's not going to be very long, and maybe it's happened, I just haven't heard any stories about this, for a rebellious teen, a disgruntled teen, uh, an emo teen, or whatever you call them, to then go and sue their parents 
for humiliation you know really it's it's an invasion of privacy right and they i'm sure there's a lawyer just chomping at the bit you know we've got a judge coming up on the show maybe i'll ask him but but I, i'm sensing that kids are probably going to start suing their parents for this you know invasion of privacy that we see on social media I put nothing about my social life on there. I don't put that I'm going to dinner here. I don't put that I'm hanging out with this person. I don't post pictures from family get-togethers. Likewise, I don't expect my family to, you know, I expect them to respect my privacy and not blast me out there, even though I did attend the event. See, I think that's where people are forgetting something, is that just because I'm there, that's not me allowing you to go and post all this stuff about me on online. And I'm a public figure because I'm in the newspaper and I'm on the radio and I do that. So it's a little bit different. But again, that's not to say that I feel that I'm some superstar that people care enough about me to want to know what I'm doing every second of the day. But when it comes to your children. So my newspaper column fell on deaf ears when it comes to the parents who are revved up about posting everything about their kids. I did not hear from any parents who actually agreed with me. I did, however, hear. This is the interesting thing. I did hear from people who don't have kids and they agreed with me. So that's interesting. Food for thought there, right? Hey, So parentless uh, adults who have no offspring are saying, yeah, these people with kids are nuts these days. Everything's about social media. Everything is out there. I don't know. We'll see. I, again, I, it's a slippery slope, I think. But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But social media is such an invasion of privacy. And uh, so speaking of that, uh, Larry Backman, who is one of the judges on Hot Bench, will be joining us uh, in just a few minutes to talk about the new You know, it's a show created by Judge Judy. She, I believe, is still number one, if I'm not mistaken. And right away, they are already number two. And it's a show that's got three judges, not just one on the bench uh, presiding over the court, three of them. So Larry is up against two very, very strong and opinionated females. We're going to talk to him about that coming up right after this. If you're diabetic, this message could change your life. Is your blood sugar out of control even when you do all the right stuff? Are you afraid of diabetic blindness and the risk of amputation, as well as all those other side effects? Well, you should be. Is there anything that could help manage your blood sugar? Nobetes is a natural supplement that may quickly and dramatically lower your blood sugar. My name is Bob Corder. I've been using Nobetes for about three and a half to four months now. And in the first three months, I've actually lowered my blood sugars from 500s down to 139, and then it dropped to 88 to 93. My name is Kirsten. I'm a type 1 diabetic. And while taking Nobetes, my blood sugar levels dropped from 295 to 115 in just one day. The FDA hasn't evaluated these statements, and Nobetes isn't intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But for many, it's helped drop their blood sugar. So if you've been evaluated with high blood sugar, don't delay. Evaluate Nobetes now. Call 800 Four seven eight nine five six eight, and get your free bottle. Just cover shipping and handling. Call eight hundred four seven eight nine five six eight. That's eight hundred four seven eight nine five six eight. Celeb spotting on the scribble. Larry Backman from the hit show Hot Bench joining us on the line to talk about the latest season and really how it's killing other shows in the ratings. We can start out like that, can't we? I think we can. Hey, Larry. Hey, Jeremy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am doing well. Good to hear. So, Killing it in the ratings, as you said. That's I, always a good thing. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, that's the numbers are, are really what's important in TV. And I think, you know, everybody loves Judge Judy, and she's one of the masterminds behind the show. Uh, this one a little bit different, though, right? More than one judge ruling the court. Yes, this one is different. There's three of us, and we each bring something different to the table. We go back in chambers, we deliberate, and... We try and reach a unanimous verdict if we can. 
Well, and that's you know when I when I hear there's you know another court show on TV, everybody sort of rolls their eyes. But this one, this is cool because yeah, we do go back into the judges' chambers and we see the deliberations, right? We do, and that's the beauty of the show. You get to peer into the minds of three different individuals, all with uh, varying legal backgrounds. Uh, we all know what we're doing. We have tremendous legal experience uh, from a judicial officer, a civil litigator, and a criminal uh, defense litigator. I'm an ex-prosecutor. And because of the different things that we bring, we bring different perspectives. So the viewer really gets to see uh, different perspectives with respect to how we interpret the facts of the case, how we interpret the law, and how we apply that law to the facts. So uh, I think that's really the beauty of the show. That was the genius of Judy Scheinlin in creating this aspect uh, of the show, and that's what appeals so much to the viewer. Let's be honest here, and I, I think you know where I'm going with this, but you're outnumbered, right? I mean, love Patricia, love Tanya, but you're outnumbered. You get it. <laughs> well, are you telling me there's too much estrogen <laughs> for me? I think that's what, that, that just came out of your mouth, not mine. You said it. <laughs> but how does that work, though? Because, like I said, normally there's one judge who is in charge of the court, but you always don't agree with each other. Who And I've heard you say that you always win the battles, but how does it really work? Oh, no, no, no. I would never say that. Now you're putting words in my mouth. I saw an interview. You said That's it. That's going to get me in a lot of trouble, Jeremy. <laughs> we'll play the audio from your previous interview. I heard you say that. But but how does it work, though? Because is it majority rules? How do you decide? It is a majority rule. Yeah. Um, you know, but here's how it, it, it works. We are true to ourselves. I mean, that was the beauty in beginning this project with Judy. Uh, Judy told us, be true to yourself and take a look at the case, rule on the case, decide the case that your heart tells you is right. And so when Tanya uh, gets the case, she looks at it, she decides for herself how that verdict should come down. Patricia does the same thing. I do the same thing. Sometimes we agree and sometimes we disagree, but you are getting a genuine opinion from each one of us on how we feel about the case. Sometimes the case comes down to credibility. If they believe someone, uh, Patricia and Tanya may not believe somebody. And so, therefore, you've got disagreement again. But ultimately, majority does rule. But the beauty, as I say, is we explain where we're going, why we rule in the direction we do. And that's something the viewer has never seen before. And as far as I know, currently on television, the viewer will never see that with any other show. So let's pretend I'm coming on the show. I don't have to just impress the one judge. I've got three to contend with. Who should I really be worried about? I can't, you know, that, that's, that's not the proper way to look at it because there's really not one judge to worry about. You have to prove your case. If you're a plaintiff, then we hold you to your burden of proof. If you are the plaintiff, you have to prove, number one, liability, and then number two, damages. If you carry your burden of proof, then the ball switches over to the other court. It goes to the defendant, and the defendant has to show us that there's an affirmative defense, that they have a defense to the allegation of the plaintiff. This is real court. These are real people with real cases, uh, hence the slogan from Judy's 
uh, television program, but these are real people with real faces. It's real court, even though it's TV. We hold everybody to the same legalities they would be held to in a court of law in their jurisdiction. And so if we believe they've met their burden of proof, we rule in their favor. If we don't, we find for the opposite party. Let's talk about that. What if someone disagrees with your ruling? What happens? Can they get out of it? Like, what happens after the show? No, after, well, after the show, uh, nothing really happens. Sometimes we'll talk about it uh, because sometimes, in all honesty, some of the cases touch a personal chord with each of us. You know, each of us have commented on certain cases that have really hit home uh, for some reason or other. And uh, we'll carry the conversation long after the cameras and the tapes stop rolling. Other cases, uh, that's just the way the others saw it. You know, sometimes uh, I'll make an argument. You know, the best part of the show, Jeremy, is when we're in the back, we deliberate, and we can convince one of the other judges that we're right. Tanya has been able to do that with me. I've been able to do it with Patricia. And again... That's the beauty. That's the wonder of the show. You know, sometimes Patricia's accent loses me. I have to turn on the closed captioning just to see what she's saying. (laughs) (laughs) We're not live, are we? (laughs) No, no. But, you know, something that I wonder about, though, is is why would people go on TV to resolve court issues, right? I mean, some of them, like you said, heavy stories and maybe some embarrassing stories. So, So why do you find that people come onto a show as opposed to just quietly going to a courtroom in, in their hometown? You know, I can't, I can't tell you. I honestly can't tell you. I've been baffled. I've asked myself that question from the start of my involvement with this show, with this project. It amazes me, but I thank God every day they do. Because if they did not, we would be out of, we would be out of show and out of job. So, uh, you know, as I say, thank God that they do that and they choose to do that. I suspect... They like to see themselves on television. I suspect they don't believe they're going to uh, look as bad sometimes as they do. And I think some of them just want this 15 minutes of pay. Uh, other than that, it's inexplicable for me. <laughs> what, I can't give you an explanation. What I hear you saying is that you never want crime to go away, basically. Is that... Well, as from a criminal defense attorney, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about a subject that, of course, I want crime to go away. Right. Uh, but it's here, uh, and it's probably always going to be with us, which is why there are prosecutors and criminal defense attorneys. And now you're breaching a subject that's really near and dear to my heart. You're, you know, a lot of times people ask me, as a criminal defense attorney, how can you represent some of these people that are really charged with famous crimes? And the answer is, our criminal justice system is so different from everyone else in the world. People are presumed innocent until the contrary is proven beyond a reasonable doubt, and everybody is entitled to a defense. And that's why our country is as great as it is, because our criminal justice system uh, uses those principles uh, unlike the vast majority of the rest of the world. So on a serious note, that's how I truly feel. 
for sure. Now, let's go light on this one because I hear you fly fighter jets. You know, people have interesting hobbies. I got to tell you, I've never heard of... <laughs> tell me about that. You fly fighter jets. Well, uh, I had a fighter jet. Uh, I had... I've been flying since 1979. I started out right after law school. It was always a passion of mine. I worked my way up from singles to twins. And then I got uh, an opportunity came along where I was able to buy into a uh, portion of a uh, Eastern Block Advanced Jet Trainer. And it was called an Aerobotogenoid. And beautiful aircraft. It was a Czechoslovakian built uh, trainer that they used uh, to train pilots on MIG. So MIG pilots transitioned from this type of an aircraft. And I flew it for about a year and a half. I brought into it. I flew it for about a year and a half with a Russian instructor. Uh, fell in love with it. It took me a long time to check out and become confident in the airplane. And then uh, I sold it uh, uh, probably after a couple years after I bought into it. Uh, we had an issue with the, with the engine. It ingested a piece of metal. And so the three partners decided to sell the aircraft instead of rebuilding the engine. And it was a it was a bittersweet. I hated to sell it and I hated to part with it, but I had just a blast for two years flying that aircraft. And uh, uh, and then I sold my twin and so I fly with a friend of mine who has the same type of twin engine airplane that I had. So I still fly but my my love is my love goes back and forth between flying and motorcycles. So those are my two passions. I want to hang out with you and your friends. Can I hang out with you and your friends? Sometimes you sound like you have a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you come out to Van Nuys Airport, we'll take you out. <laughs> Hot Bench, it airs in syndication, right? So check your local listings to find out when you can see uh, Patricia, Tanya, and Larry presiding. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Jim. It was a pleasure. Ever had something to get off your chest but never had the balls to say it? That's a load of crap. Speak Free with JB.com is exactly what you've been waiting for. Your chance to tell it like it is and not care what anybody else thinks. Have your say on issues of the day. Join newspaper and radio columnist Jeremy Bradley as he tells it like it is. Hundreds of thousands of people have stopped by, including some well-known celebrities who have had a chat with JB and speak candidly about what's really going on in the world. You can join them too. Have a rant or a rave. Be brave and head on over to www.speakfreewithjb.com now. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom41.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom41.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 41.com. Go to freedom41.com and start earning money as soon as next week. 
you be the boss. Go to freedom41.com. Jeremy Bradley here back on The Scribble again. Thanks so much for tuning in. And subscribe if you have not subscribed to the podcast. Would love to have you joining us week after week. You don't even have to remember to download it. As far as I've never really used iTunes, but I do know that it'll download the latest episode for you automatically and then you just listen on the go. It's 30 minutes of fun, and I hope you're having a good time today. So earlier I mentioned about that whole uh, posting pictures of your kids on social media thing. I've got another social media rant since we've got about another five or six minutes or so here, okay? Now, I, I did tell you that I don't post things about my social life on there. You'll see stuff about work. You'll see stuff about the dogs. But other than that, I, again, I don't believe that people care to know what I'm doing, that I'm eating at this restaurant today or that I'm going there or I'm doing this this weekend or I'm whatever. I just, I don't believe, I don't have that high opinion of myself and you shouldn't either. You shouldn't have it of me. You shouldn't have it of yourself. But what's interesting though is I did have somebody who's on my contact list. I was actually about to say their relation to me, which would be giving away who it is, uh, just had a baby and she for probably about the past two months or so has just gone on and on and on about her pain that she's having she wants the kid out right now i just can't deal with this this is so annoying oh i've been up since five o'clock oh i should hit the gym oh i've cleaned the house and it's only 9 a.m and that's great too but at the same time i wonder how many people are sitting there going okay you know what seriously get a life or you know get some friends go out and do something why why is everything a commentary on social media but at the same time people are commenting and egging her on and encouraging her to continue posting those things now are people actually commenting because they relate or they feel bad for her or is it just because it's a conversation point and they feel like they should chime in and say something if she acknowledges that she's having a bad day i don't know tweet me at we're at the scribble show i'm sorry our twitter is at the scribble show and my email address is live at jbonair.com. That's live at jbonair.com. Another interesting thing is that you see these people going on rants, and I don't, I'm laughing already. I don't understand it. Um, I don't do a tally of how many friends and followers I have every single day. So I don't know if somebody has unfriended me or blocked me or whatever it is. Now, I have had a situation where somebody's messaged me and I, I, I'm not on Facebook every single day, so for me, you can message me on there. That's great. It'll wait until I sign back in or even make the time to respond to messages. But then when I go to reply, the person has blocked me. Or they're just not on Facebook anymore, but I'm assuming that they've blocked me. So I, I, is that supposed to hurt my feelings? Or then you'll also get people who like will tell you off and I'll say, okay, thanks, or whatever it is, I just won't acknowledge. And then it'll be blocked will be the next message that I get. And I... Uh, maybe I should feel like I need to cry or something. I, I don't quite get it. But it's very political, this social media thing of who follows you, who doesn't, who unfriends you, who likes this, who likes that. And I think maybe that's also where we see some issues in people's relationships these days is that there's no trust and there's just some really shady things that happen. So so I could go on. I definitely could go on about social media, but uh, we don't have time right now. Oh, okay. You know what? Yes, we do have a couple more minutes. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Bonnie. It's like... Facebook is a pickup zone all of a sudden because what I've heard and what I've noticed and what people have told me is that they look at relationship status before adding a friend. So you'll add somebody to your list who you find attractive and potentially feel that you have some sort of a chance with them, even though they live halfway around the world and don't speak your, or write your language. Um, but very quickly, it goes into the line of questioning, are you single, you're hot, love your body, love your smile, 
uh, I love you, I want to date you, all, all, I want to have sex with you, all of these things. And I, and I just laugh because to me, and I mean, the divorce rate was 50% before social media and AshleyMadison.com came around. But I definitely think that there's so much temptation these days that yes, we're in this like ADHD society where we want things now, we lose interest very quickly. And that's probably what's killing off relationships. And again, we can debate that another time when we've got a few more minutes on the show. But definitely... Is the way to keep your relationship together to be off social media and keep, I'm saying keep your personal details, but just not even be on social media at all. Yes, you're going to have the people who defend it and say, well, that's my way to keep in touch with friends from school or people who live halfway around the world. Yes, but you know what? That's also what telephones are for. That's what Skype is for. That's what, if they're that close to you, then make the personal time to be involved in their life. I have said to a couple of friends who live actually on the West Coast and the East Coast that I have no interest in having a text messaging friend. If that's the way you're going to keep our friendship in this relationship, that's of no interest to me. And it's not any ADHD thing. To me, that's just not substantial enough to keep me interested. If you're not going to fly here or I'm going to fly there to hang out with you and spend a weekend or a week or whatever it is together, then why bother? Why make that time? We're all very busy people these days. We all have, you know, hobbies and things on the go. Why would I make time for somebody halfway around the world who is not going to invest that much time and energy and effort into me? If I wanted Skype, like, you know, back, that's, you're going now 15 years back where you had AOL chat rooms and you, you agreed with your buddy that we're going to get together at 7.30 and chat today. Well, no, no, pick up the phone or, you know, have some sort of interaction, not just words on a screen. All right, remember, we're on Twitter. We hear you chirping, get scribbling. Tweet up the scribble at the Scribble Show. Join the discussion with Jeremy Bradley. It's all going down right now on Twitter at The Scribble Show and at thescribbleshow.com. My thanks to Larry Backman from Hotbench. Check your local listings. It airs in syndication during the week and maybe even some weekends. All right, so I've unleashed my opinions about social media and the internet. I've got even more rants to go on next week. I was just told that because I'm just on a roll, We've got more time for that coming up. And then also, a great new toy company that was featured on Shark Tank that has sent some really cute stuffed toys of my dogs. I'll tell you about that next week right here on The Scribble. My name is Jeremy Bradley. Live at jbonair.com is my email address. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Want more Scribble? Check out thescribbleshow.com for past shows, celebrity interviews, cheapskate tips, and more. That's at thescribbleshow.com and on Twitter at The Scribble Show. The Scribble is a speak-free media presentation. If you want some real heat, give your mind.